Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Benito Skinner. I'm Mary Beth Barone. And this is Ride. Mary Beth. Benito. Another day, another sleigh. <laughs> I think sleigh might be dead. Doesn't that suck? Yeah, but that's like a good thing. I mean, it's time. Yeah. Terry, one time, you know, when just your partner sometimes just fully Terry, that was like 10 seconds in. Whoa, somebody's in love. You know, when you're with someone and they just like say something and completely shut down your entire vibe, like they actually drain you completely. Yeah, with one <laughs> sentence. With Terry doesn't even need to make it a sentence sometimes. He just goes, let's watch how many times we're saying slay, okay? And I was like, oh. I know it is hard. And then I think like, what did we say before that? Like what when someone would say something and we would now respond with like tea or slay, what would we say before? What would our response be? I think we just literally say, okay. Or like true. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's that's a truthful statement. Yeah. But speaking of truthful statements. What? I'm not going to ask you how you are today because I... I know that you're going to be amazing once I show you what I've brought. I've brought in something. It's a show and tell day, which did you know every year for show and tell in elementary school, I brought in the Harry Potter Legos, which were queer at the time. (laughs) Definitely queer coded at the time. Yeah. Now I don't support, I don't support TERFs, but at the time, every year I'd bring in a new Harry Potter set up until fourth grade, little old. Wait, you look so professional right now in your button down. Yeah. With your hair and stuff. I like the bronzer. I think it's a good shade for you. Yeah, I have bronzer on today. I'm getting a root canal later, so. Big day. <laughs> Just do the thing. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. You taught me that. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But I, the t- my molars, it's like, it's Jack Sparrow back there. They got to, they got to dig them out. They have to do sucks. some excavating. So is that why cavemen all died? Like young? From like Is that why infections? we're living longer? Probably. because of teeth? You could like die from a UTI back in the day as well. <laughs> oh, I know. I'd be so dead for so many years. <laughs> I wonder what I'd be dead from. Yeah, probably from my teeth. And I don't know if I would have loved the hunting stuff. 
Yeah, I, I see you more as like brushing hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B- building a fire as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely like nurturing. Ooh, she's so. <laughs> me, that's me uh, making a fire mm-hmm. in alone. <sighs> okay, so I brought it the Bible. I have with me, I think the last copy, it said one left. <laughs> it's the last copy that ever c- came off that printing press. This is the very last copy. Still first edition somehow. Rebels, City of Indra, the story of Lex and Livia by Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Let me tell you, I I dove into this this past weekend. Because Terry wasn't home. <laughs> no, Terry was working. And again, I'm that mom who's like, what are you working on? What are you doing? <laughs> And he's just working. He just sat you in a corner with a book. <laughs> Literally. Hey, is there anything better than being sat in a corner with a good book? That's where the Delilah sit back with your favorite <laughs> book. What's incredible about this book is that it says, once you get into the inside pages, that the authors are Kendall Jenner, Kylie Jenner, and Elizabeth Kilmond Roman with Maya Sloan. So there's four authors. I want that for our book. I want it to be Mary Beth Barone, Lynn Richardson, Isaacson Baroni, Benito Skinner, Mary Higgins Clark, and Stephen King. He needs to have at least input. The king of horror, of course. So this is Rebels, colon, City of Indra. Tell me right now, this dedication isn't us announcing the pod. To our fans, your support means the world to us. You are the best. (laughs) (laughs) I watched Don't Worry Darling this weekend. It was really good. It was really good. I really liked it. I really liked it. (laughs) I'm going to do the librarian thing where you lick your fingers and then you you show the page to everyone. Okay, I'm just going to read a little bit because, you know, I mean, they should actually hire me to do the audio book. This is chapter one. Countdown to emergence ball. Day before. Also, if we ever have like a party for ride, it's called the Emergence Ball. <laughs> I'm saying that right now. That's the ride tour. Livia. This must be Liv's story. Like Livia and then there's Lex. I'm breaking the rules and I absolutely refuse to care. Okay, book shut. I'm fucking sold. Wait, is this, that is that's so, the first line? I, I am picturing Kylie writing this. She wrote this on a typewriter. She wrote it on a typewriter and she she wrote notes in the margins with a fluffy pen. I love the thought of like Kendall and Kylie giving up a summer of their lives and just being in the study writing this book. Wait, I want to hear the first line again. I'm breaking the rules and I absolutely refuse to care. Exactly. in comedy. Okay, I am going to read their acknowledgments. We will be reading more of this just kind of throughout the pod. Yeah, we're going to come back to this. Yeah. It's story time. And once we're done, I'm going to like sign it and put it in a little neighborhood library. Yeah, cute. Just waiting for the next person to come. Acknowledgements. Kendall and Kylie's acknowledgements. We want to thank our entire big family for always being so supportive. Especially our mom, the most amazing momager ever. A lot of like all capitals in this, which is, feels very us. You well, know what that's, I mean? I think it's nice that they were allowed to just do that. Like they had the space creatively to put things in all caps if they wanted to. There's not one sentence that doesn't have an exclamation mark. I will say that. So I'm going to keep reading and just have that in mind. You make all our dreams come true to our dad for always being so encouraging. You always believe in us and taught us that with hard work, anything is possible. We love you. To Liz, we never get tired of hearing your stories. We can't believe we created one together. Thank you for always being there for us and for all the guidance you've given us over the years. You are the best. 
I yeah. love one of the authors being acknowledged in the acknowledgments. I'm going to give you the little the, the the book jacket. Inside flap. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah book I, want, I okay. need to know. Two cities, two girls, a shared destiny. Okay, that okay. was us pitching ride. Wait, that, that <laughs> sounds like kind of good. Why didn't this get optioned? If I ever meet Kylie, I'm going to ask her. Second I see her, when is Where's, Rebel City when of When is Indra City two? of Indra 2? In a world of the far future, the great city of Indra has two faces. A beautiful paradise floating high in the sky. Very Avatar. Mm-hmm. And a nightmare world of poverty <laughs> carved into tunnels beneath the surface of the earth. Hunger Games. Kendall and Kylie Jenner, the youngest sisters in the Jenner-Kardashian dynasty, have written a gripping tale of air and earth. I'm kind of sold. <laughs> Babe, I got the last copy, but I'll ship to you. It's like long, too. How many pages <laughs> is it? It's not short. It actually is not short. 342, honey. Like, that's a book. Yeah. Yeah. How did you stumble upon this? I just, one day I remembered being like, oh my God, didn't they have like a book that came out? I'm so curious, like what, what happened to that? It's crazy that things live forever. Except because you've bought the last copy now. It dies with you. <laughs> it dies with me, but I will be recording the audiobook. If anything, I wish that we had time to get more into it because I want to know the story. But I guess yeah. if you want to know the story, you have to just read the book. I love that first line though. That first line is kind of like cunty. Fighter. Can you actually read it one more time? It's yeah, very totally. fighta. It's it's sort of like it was the best of times. It was the worst of times, but like for our generation. <laughs> so true. Kylie had writer's block and then she wrote that line and then it just like. And then it all it all came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking the rules and I absolutely refuse to care. Let's get into what we ride for. What do you ride for today? I'm going to be riding for airlines. Pretty controversial. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm a Delta girl. I'll say that right now. I'm JetBlue. And I will be riding for driving slow or the speed limit. I guess I'm riding for driving the speed limit. Wait, where are we going? Who cares? Ride. Ride. Okay, so words begin. I guess it should actually begin with you describing what it's like to have me at the wheel. We spend so much time together, but there aren't a lot of instances where you're actually driving us. No. So a lot of times it'll be Terry driving us or I know are driving us. Mm-hmm. And so we had driven to Dear Media a few times and I <laughs> commented on how you're a very safe driver, which I really appreciate because I've actually found that with friends, it's really awkward when they're really bad drivers and like you have yeah. no choice but to be driven by them. Bad drivers also can't be told that they're bad drivers. Like they take it so personally. I'm like, feel free to tell me I suck at this. Yeah, they'll swerve and crash. Yeah, they go, am I bad now? Yeah. Psycho boyfriend. How do you like that? How do you like that? Is that good? So you said, do do you think I'm a good driver? I said, you're a really safe driver. Mm -hmm. And then what did I say? You said like. I think I said, you're definitely not in it for speed. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it was. Which I don't care. Like that doesn't make me feel no, less it's of making me laugh. a man. It just <laughs> that's so shitty. I ask you, am I a driver? Because everyone tells me how bad I am. And so you, I don't think you're a bad driver. You're definitely not in it for speed. Is so. It's a Have you told a straight guy that he would punch a wall? <laughs> no, he'd punch my head, and then my head would hit the window. <laughs> Oh my God. While he's driving. (laughs) But I do think that's a compliment. And if society has told you otherwise, then that's on society. (laughs) (laughs) I think being a slow driver is being a safe driver. Okay, here's my thing. I just, LA driving is scary. I think it is specifically very intense. 
I have never felt with you that we've come anywhere close to getting in a car accident while you're driving. I think that's a good place to start. So I am, I'm not saying I'm a good driver. And I really will say like people, like when I've had to tell friends that they're not good at driving, they have been so hurt deeply. And I'm like, I can't believe you're making this a big deal. My thing is that if someone's a bad driver, it's up to you to tell them because they should know. And I don't like bad drivers thinking they're good. Well, it's that I think is wrong. If bad driving only affected the driver, that's one thing. But the fact that someone driving poorly can actually kill someone else, it should be something that can be discussed openly. And there are a lot of people I've been in the car with who I think should take some driving lessons. In your opinion, how do we resolve this? Because people Mm -hmm. who are distracted drivers or drive too fast or have road rage, how do we like fix it? Because here on Ride, we're looking for resolutions. I want to know what we can do to solve this. (laughs) What can we do? Let's put our brains well, it together. Doesn't, it doesn't feel constructive if I tell someone they're a bad driver and then they're not going to change because then I'm yeah. just like, oh, you know, I'm really uncomfortable in the car with you. And yet you're still like watching videos on Instagram while we're while we're driving. Terry definitely texts quite a bit. He texts and drives, which I signed the pledge. My mom made me sign Oprah's pledge to not text and drive years ago. Mm-hmm. So I said, I can't in good faith after signing that, after signing the Declaration of Independence. Are you kidding? I cannot in good faith text and drive. And I really shouldn't. So maybe they're going to listen to this pod and they'll see why I think it's worth it to just chill out. So I would say for some reason in a post-pandemic world, straight men are scarier than they've ever been. And they are so aggressive on the road. Like if you like not even cut them off, if you like change a lane, we had one guy, Terry sometimes is kind of an aggressive driver, but he just like changed lanes which is just like what you do when you're about to make a turn i'm like i don't this is part of the whole thing it's part of the process yeah we're not like ruining your life we're also not saying you're like less of a man because we just did that but i guess you feel that way he hits our car like he purposefully no he slowly like inch toward it hit it yes and gets out of the car and he looked like one of the thumb people from spy kids every straight guy who's like so scary looks like one of the thumb people from spy kids to me or whatever what were they called he gets out of the car and he's like about to come up and terry had to run a red light to like run away from him it was so scary it doesn't have to be like that no so so now i don't even change lanes No, you're just just, driving straight. You don't turn. I drove to San Francisco yesterday. You drove to the coast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I drove up the coast. Also, I think another thing that really scares me about people with road rage, because, okay, best case scenario, what you catch up to him, you guys make eye contact through the window and what you flip him the bird. That's best case. Worst case, Mm -hmm. he pulls over, pulls out a gun and shoots us both. Execution style. Like my dad, I'm not getting shot over somebody cutting us off. And no. in America, that's a very real threat. Oh, yeah. Terry's had people be like, roll down your window. And I'm like, and then one time, Terry wouldn't look this guy, this straight guy in the eyes. And that was really pissing him off. And I'm like, okay, like eye contact stressful. Like, I don't owe you eye contact just because you cut me <laughs> off or whatever. Can you imagine? He can't see me. And then all of a sudden, I pop out. He's got an anxiety disorder. And then no. I go back. Hey, he's be got nice. an anxiety disorder. Why don't you fuck off? <laughs> yeah. Suck our dicks. He's anxious. I wish you could have gotten out of the passenger seat without the other driver looking. And then mm-hmm. you go around the other driver's car. <laughs> you knock on the window and you go, if I'm so fucking crazy, <laughs> then leave. If I'm so fucking crazy, then get off my roads. These are Literally. my streets. 
I bet he wouldn't have given you any more trouble. <laughs> I bashed the window in. Yeah. One day I want a straight guy to like start doing that shit to me. And then I pull out a baseball bat and I start Carrie Underwooding his car yeah. just for the fucking fun I of it. Into <laughs> the that is a great karaoke song. Oh, it's so funny. I've only done karaoke like twice and both times someone did it. Although mm. karaoke sucks. It's only fun for the person who's singing. Like, I know. Do you enjoy watching people perform? It sucks. I'm not a big karaoke person. I'm a hog. I'll hog the mic. I just want to be up there. There was this girl in college who like, you know, thought she had like an incredible voice. And I would say a, a nice voice. It wasn't, you know, I don't think she's one of the, the great singers of our time <laughs> by any means. She would always be like, we should do karaoke. Of course. It's like, oh, I bet. I bet you want that. But I think for people that aren't on stage all the time, it's a really good moment to, what is totally. it? Get your flowers or something? Yeah. What's that phrase? Oh, yeah. Someone said something like that to me the other day. It was like, no, take the flowers or take the... Yeah, I think it's the flowers. I like getting phrases wrong lately and just doubling down. Oh, totally. I'm, I think because I'm youngest child, I just heard a bunch of things growing up and then I never really like fact checked. So mm -hmm. I'll say things still and Terry's like, that doesn't exist. And I'm well, like, well, my dad famously to me. told me that cigars aren't bad for you because he smokes cigars mm -hmm. and he's a doctor. So I went and told my whole class cigars aren't bad for you. Oh, yeah. Because my dad said and he's a doctor. <laughs> All of them, all of them are like, they have stogies. They're choking up. <laughs> literally, they're all smoking cigars while they drop their kids off at school right now. And they're saying what? Doctor's orders. Yeah. Driving is such a human thing. I ride for being a chill driver. Like, take a deep breath. Take I ride for breath. just being on the road. It's not a big deal if someone cuts you off. It's not a big deal if you make a wrong turn. It's all good. This too shall pass. I've just noticed a, a lot of intensity on the road and I'm just like, I'm going the speed limit. I'm in my lane when I need to. Hey, sorry if I make a mistake. I do a lot of waving too. I'm like, Me too. Thank I, you. I'm very, I'm a thankful driver. Yeah. Gratitude. No, like, like gratitude on the road for sure. Driving is such a group effort. And when one yeah. person is being unsafe on the road or being aggressive, it just makes it so scary for everybody. And I was actually- drive. Because driving can be nice. It can be nice. It can be very meditative. I love driving. Yeah. I love driving with friends in the car. Even if we're in traffic, if I have friends in the car, it's just like we're hanging out at someone's house because we're just like sitting and chatting. Also, the car is a really great place to have intimate conversations with people because apparently you're more honest and vulnerable when you look straight ahead because you're not looking at the person. So it's oh. actually like a really good time to bring up things that you <laughs> want to talk about in, in a yeah. deep way. You're in but the front I was, seat. I cheated with someone. I was in the car with Jared Goldstein once and there was someone speeding trying to like get to a red light faster than everyone else. And he was That's just like, to me. speeding does not save you any time. It's not going to get no. you there faster. It's just not. No. Although this is one of those things where I feel like our parents might have taught us this. Does the AC or like speeding up, does the speeding up immediately take up more gas? Like revving something? Is that like... I actually using don't know. gas because the air conditioning my parents were like turn that off yeah like you're using up all the gas and I'm like I don't know if that is what's doing it I don't know how cars work I wish I did me too <laughs> welcome to ride welcome to ride <laughs> welcome to ride <laughs> ultimately I don't know how it works with like the axle and and the engine and things like that mm -hmm. and the what's the thing the muffler yeah. You know, I'm just naming car parts at this point. I think driving chill is so important and you are really practicing what you preach. And I think it's a good example to set for others. Yeah, just take a deep breath. It doesn't matter. Like, just take a deep breath. Like, you're going to make it to Sephora. 
Our girls, I know, are chill drivers. The Baronies are chill. I, I really hope so. I hope if anybody hears you listening to this podcast, like when they drive by you because your windows are down, you have it on blast, that mm-hmm. you are being an exemplary driver. Yeah. Because that's the type of people that we want. <laughs> they end up behind me. I'm going literally 10 under the speed limit. It's okay. As long as you're not driving so slow that it becomes unsafe. Exactly. No, I would never highway, do that. highway, it can become unsafe. I would never. Do, highways, though, I am Cher Horowitz. The second I get on a highway, I'm like, this is so toxic. You guys are all really toxic. I actually don't think I've ever been in the car with you when you when we've been on the highway. Yeah, I'll use ways and like find like <laughs> I'll find a reason to not alternate go on routes. It. Yeah, it's just so the highways for Terry. The open yeah, road. I'm a side street girl. He's yeah, exactly. Or I might kind of. What's more, the open road. Side streets or the highway? That's a really, really good philosophical question. Yeah. That's one for the Baronies to think about. Well, I want to say one more thing, which is that if you are someone who speeds because you're always late, you need to look inward because leave earlier. Yeah. Give yourself more time. Don't make it my problem that you left late. You don't need to get in a car wreck. It's not worth that you're general. It's not worth your general at Sony. I'm telling all the Baronies that. You're going to be more late if you get in a car accident. Yeah. I got in a wreck on the way to the ACT and I was such a psychopath that I still went to the ACT. That's high school, babe. It's a rat race. It all felt so important. It's a doggy dog world. I slammed on the brakes for a raccoon running across the highway and a truck hit me and I gave the guy my number and I was like, I have to go to the ACT, but like, call this. This is my net. Like, this is the insurance. And they're calling. My parents are calling me the whole time because the guy has called my house and he's like, I just got in a wreck with your son, but he left. (laughs) it was a hit and run I walk out with a caramel macchiato I gotta go to the ACT (laughs) I have to go I'm so sorry (laughs) sorry I think I bombed it too because the whole time I was like shit I wrecked the car that is like duress you took the ACT under duress I'm just saying be chill on the road also like for your own safety from all the psychos around you like just deep breath it's not worth it I promise I'm breaking the rules and I absolutely refuse to care Drive the speed limit. Won't say it again. Come on. All right. What do you ride for, girl? This week, I'm going to be riding for something that is larger than life. And (laughs) it gets us where we need to go. I'm sure I'm going to be met with some resistance on this topic from the listeners and from society at large. But this week, I ride for airlines. I love this ride. I think there's a lot of nuance. It's incredible. I mean, the gift of flight. The fact that we can fly is incredible. And we've talked on our previous podcast about how scientists actually don't know why airplanes fly. That's a separate (laughs) thing. Today, I'm going to talk about airlines and why I think they're so incredible. And I want to explain to you why I felt the need to ride for this. So I fly a lot. Businesswoman. Business. I'm all business. People will ask you when you fly a lot, oh, what's your airline? Or they say, oh, you, you just landed. What airline did you take? It doesn't matter what your answer is. Every single airline you could possibly name, the person you're talking to will say, oh, my God, I, I hate that airline. They lost my bags. Oh, my God, I flew them a few weeks ago. They canceled the flight. Like, I was totally stranded, all this stuff. It's like mm-hmm. everybody has a negative experience with an airline, maybe even a few airlines. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if it's so fucking easy, why don't you start an airline then? You know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not that easy. They're flying... Hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions, billions, I don't know, people fly a day. Think about all that, all the luggage. Think about all that air crew, 
the pilots, the planes themselves, they require maintenance, they need gas, they need food and water. Like there's so many logistics that go into operating an airline. Like it would make our heads spin. So yeah. I just think we could have a little more grace for maybe not airlines as conglomerates, but like the human interactions that we have with the people who have to like speak for those airlines. And it's not their fault that your bag got lost or that a flight got canceled. They would love nothing more than to like get you where you're going with everything that you came with. But I just feel like I've seen so many people and there's videos that go viral all the Mm -hmm. time of people like flipping out on the people that work at the airport or like flight attendants. And it's just so unfair because they're just trying to do their jobs. And I know that there are so many things that can go wrong. But ultimately, I would say that as far as my flying experience as a human being goes, it's generally positive and comfortable. So I just think we need to be kind to people that work for airlines. And I know it's all capitalism and like brands aren't people. I'm not even saying that. But I just think that we need to have grace with each other because no one's out there to like ruin your flight. I mean, no, maybe other passengers, but not the people working there. You know what? I think it kind of does tie into what I was writing for. It's like, take a deep breath, you know, because, ooh, straight men in airports. Oh, my God. It's straight culture to jump out of your seat when they say that they're about to start boarding, even if you're in boarding group F. Like, sorry, listen, bro. Listen, bro. I've got a your, little advice. Sit the F down. OK, N- sit Nina down. Drama's got some advice for you. If I'm sitting in my seat when the plane's deboarding and you cut me to get off first, yeah, gets fucked. <laughs> I leave. No, I swear to God, if you do that, I want you to know right now, and I know that it's no one listening to this podcast. I, I mean, just if someone stumbled into this podcast on accident, because mm-hmm. we play right after Joe Rogan, if like after just that's just what happens. It's one leads into the other. <laughs> yeah. You're actually like a bad person. I, I think you need to like fix your your life in the way that you think about like, okay, of course, if you like are missing a connection, Absolutely. I, I get that. Goes without like, saying. Get off. Goes without but, saying. But the flight will tell you if that's happening. So And the flight attendant will usually walk people and be like, this person needs to get out first. Like literally chill. Like it's we're all it, it's this it's like speeding to a red light like just, if you cut just me, calm down then i don't know when to like then merge like this is hell you've ruined this you know and of course we all want to get off this this incredible the metal steel bird t- this steel bird who just flew through the air to get us to our gorgeous destination but i just think when people do that i'm like i just think you might be a bad person or I you agree. need to fi- you need to fix some things in your life and you need to Get fucked fucked. and stop breaking the social contract because there are things that are understood that go unsaid when it comes to airline and airport etiquette. And just take a breath. We're all going to get on the plane. We're all going to leave on time, hopefully. And we're all going to get there safely if you just literally calm down. It, It has to stop. You know what I do? I stay with my butt in my seat until they call my group. Do you know how many times I've missed my flight because of that? Zero times. Never. I mean, you and I have never missed a flight. You know that. We flew together for the first time recently, and I think we are very compatible travelers, which is that we don't get stressed out. Our drive to the airport took a lot longer than we thought it would and that we had planned Mm -hmm. for, but neither of us were stressed. Like, we knew if we missed the flight, we'll just get on a later one. 
Yeah. I've only missed a flight once because it took off early, which I did think was like a little bit unfair. Sorry. I don't think that should happen. I will say that that's like not sorry. That was a dark moment for me because I definitely was pretty upset. Yeah. But you don't leave early. That doesn't make sense to me. Leaving early was it was shocking. And I had never heard of that. I do think what's happening lately is kind of the vibe I'm getting is that we have too many influencers. There's too many get ready with me's and not enough pilots. Because completely the agree. last the last few flights I've I've tried to get on, there was like an issue with trying to get the pilot there. I don't know if this comes up on your for you page, but they like put on like a, a white T-shirt and a pair of khakis and like a, a backpack. And it's supposed to be like an outfit that they've put together. And I'm like, OK, I don't know if okay. that did anything. Go fly a plane. You need to learn how to fly a plane. Pack it up yeah. and go fly a plane. Yeah. And you know what? I'll say it like women too. Gender non-binary. I need all my girls up in the freaking air. But we I just need more pilots. I think less get ready with me's more pilots is one of and my that's, big. That's the thesis of the platforms pod this, this week. year. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's a group experience. We're not flying in a vacuum. No, and I I understand that everyone's doing the best they freaking can. And isn't that beautiful? Doesn't that feel good, Mary Beth? It feels God. really good. And you know what my favorite thing to do lately is if there's a flight attendant that seems to be in a really bad mood, just smiling mm-hmm. at them. Smile. And being really thankful. Smiling's free. <laughs> Smiling's free. Mm-hmm. And while airlines have definitely put some people through some shit. Totally. On the whole, positive for me. I think so too. Delta's so fabulous. That's my airline. I think they're so fabulous. But other ones, you know. They're not always my favorite, but I do think it's incredible what they can do. I think you're so right. There's like, it really is insane. Like air think traffic control. Air tra- wow. Whoa. Wow. You just took that out of my mouth. Sorry. I don't get how it works. I don't actually want to ever know. So don't explain it to me. But Mm-mm. air traffic control and the amount of planes that are flying at once. Like, oh, my God. All those like oh red lines in the sky that they know. I'm like, how do we not all just like crash? Collide. I, I know. Say it. It's, it's amazing. So, wow. It's phenomenal. One more thing I want to say. Please don't tweet at airlines. At this point, we're done. Especially if you're a celebrity <laughs> and you're trying to get someone in trouble. It's like you can DM them. You can call them like like us everyday folk. Send mm-hmm. them a message that a lot of them have live chat now. Don't tweet at them like on your timeline. It's like mm-hmm. awkward. Yeah. I don't like that. It's just giving people some grace. I feel like that's the whole thing today. That's what Rebel City of Indra is about. Like, it's air and earth, and it's about giving people freaking grace. Like, just relax. Take it You know easy. what, Benny? I give you grace today. Totally. Hey, I give you grace. We should start saying that to people. Yeah, I give you grace. <laughs> At the grocery today, store. Today, I'm going to give you some grace. Someone's I give like, my <laughs> I give my pants that look a lot better when I'm standing up some grace. Some grace. Well, I'll say that to someone in LA, though. They'll look at me and go, go fuck yourself. They'll say, what are we at? Cafe Gratitude? <laughs> oh, my God. Shut the f- Hey, shut the fuck up. That's my favorite place ever. I I really it? love the food there. I'm Ca- feeling energy. What is it again? Or Oh, uh, yeah. I am stinky. Stinky's back, by the way. You're in your stinky era. You. Stinky. stinky era. Well, I just think it's fun to say, call someone <laughs> the thought of calling a stranger. Hey, stinky. <laughs> and then you ask them a question. Like, how funny is that? Sorry. We're going to so practice funny. grace and we're going to practice asking people a question after saying, hey, stinky. <laughs> Wait, can you do it? Because I like when stinky gets caught in your throat. Hey, stinky. <laughs> okay, so you walk in, you're just asking a quick question, like at a mall kiosk. And you're like, well, no, hey, I'm asking the barista. Hey, stinky, hey. can I have a iced <laughs> oat latte? 
Can I have, have. A, hey, Stinky, can I have an iced cappuccino? Thank you, Stinky. <laughs> like, people love it. It's so endearing. Okay, let's get into ride or die. We already know the answer. You know what you are, Mary Beth? Bisexual? Well, yeah. But you're also my ride or die. Ride or die. To say that it would even be a question if I ride for driving in a chill way mm-hmm. would be an insult to me. I love chill drivers. We need more chill drivers. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say it one more time and I'll probably say it again after that. People like us need to procreate because we need more chill drivers on the road. <laughs> it's so true. For many, many reasons. So but true. one of them is to have more chill drivers. And I'm so excited for my niece who has her permit. She's about to get her license. Oh, Obviously, I'm worried sick about other drivers on the road. But please, you know what? If you're not going to be safe for yourself, be safe for my niece. I agree. Period. I so agree. Terry... I think our kids, potentially, we might have an aggressive driver. Because, you know, Terry's an aggressive but you, driver. But nature and he's, versus nurture. Nature he's writing, nurture. totally. He's writing like five paragraph essays while we're driving. You know, he's a cert supporting and explaining. You need to nip that in the bud. You need to be the change, be the positive influence. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you ride for that. I obviously ride for airlines. I just think it's incredible what they do. Think of their body of work. Think An of airline's it. body of work. No, it's crazy. It's like... It's seriously like Taylor Swift could never do that. <laughs> no, airlines could do Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift couldn't do airlines. <laughs> Lana Del Rey could never do what Alaska Airlines has done. No freaking way. The range, the range is crazy. Wait, that is actually such a good point. You know what I mean? If They're an like, airline did an Eras tour, it would be like fucking chic. No, think so about like true. Pan Am in the fifties. <gasps> I love the Pan Am era. era. I want to get back to that. I want to dress up for airlines. Quit Smoking wearing those sweats. Put on some, yeah. <laughs> put on your fishnets. What are those called? Put, put on your pantyhose when you come to an airline. Get dressed up again. <laughs> and let's let's get ready with me's more pilots. More pilots. We got. Oh, this. I'm glad we agree. We got this, guys. We can do this. I think that's what. Yeah. Change starts here. Change starts here, and it ends. With Rebels, City of Indra. Let's see. Let's see how this book ends. Read the last sentence. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You're going to get goosebumps. Because if this if this ain't us, Lex and <laughs> Livia Cosmo. Ready? Yes. Are you? I hope. We reach out in the dark and grasp hands. Together, we move toward the light. Thank you so much for listening to Ride. Thank you, thank you. No, that, that's going to be me on the audiobook. That was Rebel City of Indra, the story of Lex and Livia by Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Thank you so much for listening to Ride. Thank you all for listening. Please rate us and review wherever that happens in yeah. the podcast store. Is there a podcast store? Review with, with grace. Like have grace. When, you when you're writing a review, think about giving us some grace. We're giving you grace, love. I love you so much and I can't wait to be up in the sky and on the road with you very soon. Oh, my exit. Benny, babe, eyes on the road. Benny, look out! Ride, ride, ride. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.